everybody, this is John with Out of Character, and today we are returning to the Lamplighters. It's been a while. The last time we left them, they were going to the library. That's right. This party of adventurers decided that they were going to go to the library and do some research. And joining me today, I have three nerds. You're, you're just nerds now. You're not even worthy of the title hero anymore. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to us. We love you. In character, you're nerds. <laughs> Out of character, you're nerds. <laughs> Hi, I am uh, Jason. I'll be playing Bastion Erd, who is a half-orc, and he's really ugly. Um, I, I am Jessica. I am playing Umritana, who is a drow warlock. And I'm trying to get to Waterdeep or Skullport. Hi, I'm Tina. I'm playing Nisa, the half-elf monk, who's basically Batman. Who's basically Batman. Who's basically Batman. And who's your friend? My friend? Uh-huh. This is Le Douche. No, your, your mouse. Oh, my mouse? Did we ever name my mouse? Boots. Boots, that's right! Boots the Mouse. Boots the Mouse, who may or may not make a guest appearance in this episode. Stay tuned. Boots shows up in every episode. I know, but I'm like, we gotta like keep him hanging on. Well, he's the only thing that you have to like tie you to your friends and family who are. He's he's it. He's the only thing I you have. You and the super weapon and boots were the only thing to survive. The attack the on attack. the monastery. For those who have been listening to the podcast for a long time, you might remember Bast was in the first ever D&D game we did that was also in Forgotten Realms up in, uh, that was in Neverwinter. Mm-hmm. And we brought Bast back, because, you know, we didn't... Because who else is going to shout that the rats are in the grave? The rats are in the grave. So yeah, you are in the city of Saragon, which, just to give you a refresher, here's basically where all the important shit happens... You're way, 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 way down here in the asshole of the Forgotten Realms. No one cares about what's going on down there. We're the Forgotten Taint of the Forgotten Realms. You are the the sandy Forgotten Taint of the Forgotten Realms. Mm -hmm. You only really think about it when there's, like, something in there and you have to scratch it. So, yeah, you did leave the inn where you have been staying and the monk who has had to save your lives twice so far... The Camel's Hump, to go in search of the library, which, as luck would have it, is near the academy uh, that you visited previously to investigate, you know, your magic rings, and basically anytime you don't know anything, you go to them. But you decided, we're going to do our own research this time. So, the city is not super big. It, It is divided up into districts, and you do manage to, between the three of you, even with a drow who's half-blind because of the daylight, find your way towards the district that people are pointing you towards. Now, you know it's in this general area, so it's, you're, you're pretty sure you're in the right place. The library itself is an imposing building. Uh, it is carved entirely of white marble, so the expense is monumental because any of you would know marble is not native to this region, not easily brought here, and to build an entire structure out of it would just be, like, staggeringly costly. Um, you see that, like, there are just huge edifices carved into the walls. There are, uh, uh, like, scenes that seem the like, daily life. 
uh, these are, you know, pictures of, like, animals and workers and people built, and apparently there's one side that's them building the library, so they're just like, you know, the monument to all the workers that died to build this place. His bones are under. <laughs> um, out of curiosity, what I know you all speak common, what other languages do each of you speak? Well, I have tongue of many peoples, so oh, you do. I have a smattering of everything, <laughs> but mainly orc and human. Okay. I have uh, Draconic, Common, Elvish, Dwarvish, and Halfling. Okay. I feel like it's a little too many, but... No, that's good. That, that's okay. Yeah, you're 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 half-elf, right? Yeah, I'm half-elf, and then I have the Acolyte background. Half-elves have to know a lot of languages so they can make out with as many people <laughs> as possible and spread that. I am also celibate, you a-hole. Oh, that's right. You didn't go to the brothel. I did not. I would not go. Celebrate good time. Come on. So I was muttering that um, while you guys yes. were gone. <laughs> I, I speak Elvish under common and draw sign language. Okay. Draw so, sign language? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? That's kind of cool. You see over the main arch leading into the shadowy interior of the library, there is a large marble plaque with words carved in it. And you can see that they're kind of glowing faintly, and they shift and move as you're looking up at them. Uh, you can all read what it says. And it basically says, let all who seek knowledge be welcome within. Looks like a library to me. Has Bastopher seen a library? That's what I was just thinking. I've, I've, I've been around. I've seen a library. I've not walked in the library, but I know what one looks like. It's <laughs> one box. just here, right? No, this is not... You've never been here. You've been to the Arcane Academy. You've not been to the library yet. Gotcha. Okay. So this is part two of your nerdy journey. Yeah. So what would the three of you like to do as you stand there staring at this, like, people like tourists? Is there any workers or librarians or anything like that? Are you going inside? I'm going to walk up and see what the mission fee is. So everyone walked inside, correct? Okay. So Bass, when you walk inside, you're looking for what the admission. I'm is. looking for like a front desk ticket taker, you know, like something like this. You gotta like pay some money for it, right? Okay. So you walk inside, and there is a large circular chamber. You see, there's like braziers that have been laid out. There's there's smoke coming out of them, like that's scented to give it a nice smell. Most likely to kill the smell of like farts from people studying and. You know, molding books. molding books and all that. Studying farts. Studying Starts. farts. Um, it is pretty well lit in this chamber, but you don't see any books or scrolls or a desk or anything to signify that this room is serving a purpose. Also, this room, while large, is nowhere near the size of the exterior. It's like someone basically built a huge building to house, like, something the size of your inn. Once you're all inside, you do immediately hear the roar of a lion that seems to be coming from all directions and echoing through the chamber. Mm, I pull my swords out. Okay. Your hook swords? Yeah. Boots hides in your shirt? Yeah. And I'm just kind of, like, looking around, ready to go. Um, What are other people doing? You haven't seen any other people. You're the oh. only people you've seen. Yeah, I put, okay. I put a hand on your shoulder and say, uh, I, so let's just wait a bit. I think this is just entertainment. 
Can I tell what direction I'm just, I kind of look at you a little suspiciously <laughs> like, uh... If they make you feel happy and safe, feel free to hold on to them, but I think this is merely the entertainment. Yeah, to be honest, I'm from the Underdark, so this kind of stuff happens quite frequently. <laughs> I'm from a monastery in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. So this is, you know, if you hear a wild animal like that, you kind of... Right. Need to be ready. I I, I, I kind of nod and I, I put my swords back away. Mm-hmm. Um, can I do a perception check? Probably nothing. Um, fourteen. No, I'm just trying trying to figure out where it's coming from. Or you? I mean, it's definitely coming from this room that you're in. Oh, in the, oh. Okay. But because it is a large chamber <laughs> with nothing to really diffuse the sound, it just seems to be coming from. There's no doors or anything like that. No, uh, the just... door that you came in is not there anymore either. So. Oh. Okay. Great. Benefits of doing a perception check. <laughs> Awesome. So I am just going to say hello. <laughs> Alright, I will roll a perception check. And I got a 21 modified. I got a 5. What I'm looking for is anything that would indicate that this room is an illusion. That is a valid check. Um, you do not get the sense that anything in this room is an illusion. Okay. Uh, it doesn't appear to be like you've wandered into a vacant space and yeah. it's just like an illusion that's like you're all really standing in a fountain somewhere. <laughs> um, you've, you've drunk with some gnomes over the years, I'm guessing. Yes. Like, ha ha! Those toadstools, oh my god. <laughs> They'll tear your liver up, but you'll get really lit. But it's worth it. <laughs> you hear a woman's voice, again, that seems to be coming from... It's moving through the room. Mm-hmm. So, first it starts over by Bast, and then it moves over towards Nisa, then it moves over towards Imretana. Have you come to seek knowledge? Yes. How, how much is knowledge these days? <laughs> is there, like, a ticket counter we can go to? We we want to rent some time with your books, maybe can for I like five some, hours or so. Can How I rent much is some that? knowledge? <laughs> I'll give it back once I'm done with it. Does Bass know how to read? No. Okay. Um, but he he, he doesn't there? really know. I mean, he might not necessarily know. He doesn't know that he doesn't know how to read. Possibly. <laughs> That's best ever seen a book. Bass has seen books. So and then wait, sold them. Are there any books? <laughs> You we haven't, haven't seen, seen any books. Haven't seen I haven't seen this room. room. You're I, in, yeah. I, I know what a book looks like, and I don't see any in this room. <laughs> so, My monastery had a small library, so I know what, you know, books are. Yeah, they're stacks of clay tablets. Cuneiform <laughs> <laughs> to the max. You see a lion with an elaborate headdress and large feathered wings spreading out of its torso. It's about the size of... Best, remember the time you saw that small dragon? Mm-hmm. Think about in that weight class. Um, it's, uh, it has, like, intricate patterns traced into the skin of its face, and it is pacing around the three of you. Mm-hmm. Coin does not buy knowledge. However, there is a cost. If you wish to learn something, you must first teach something. 
I've got pretty good skills at archery, and I can do some mercenary work. <laughs> May I ask, what kind of a library has no books? We have many books. They are kept safe so that only those who truly wish to use them for good ends can set their, can put hands to them. Also, people have many acids in their fingers that can corrode the books to make sure they're not being mishandled. So you're holding on to the, the knowledge. Yes. Denying it from others. No, I am merely guarding it. Okay. So, so what's your... Alright, so you want us to teach you something? Uh, you, you got your fire stuff, right? You must share something that only you know. Something only I know. I know how to love Minotaur. Flashbacks, go! <laughs> Give me a wisdom saving throw. That's <laughs> a uh, so d20. Yep. 14 plus uh, one plus modifier, okay. 15. All right. You see this creature's eyes go a bright blue, and there is a flash of light. You vividly relive the memory of your lovemaking with this minotaur woman that you met at the brothel yeah. the other night. Yep. Um... You, you, for a moment, it feels like she, you're there. You're actually in the moment. You can remember exactly how it felt when she touched you, Good when times. she took the bag off your face. Ah, yeah. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> it's got a happy face on the, the it. Is it a frowny face? The creature kind of turns its head and regards you. And then vomits. You have a unique perspective. Your knowledge is worthy. Oh, thank you very much. What of you, turning to Nisa? Something only I know. Well, I know the reason why I wasn't killed while everyone else in my monastery was. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Crap. You're a monk. You should have a good wisdom. No. I you got a plus I... two. It's better than my plus one. <sighs> oh, there you go. 19. Is this... Do you want to whisper this to me, or you want to share it with them, or do you want to... I'll share it with everyone. Okay. Um, I was not where I was supposed to be. Where were you? I was not at my post at the time. <laughs> I had gone off kind of outside of the walls of the monastery. Oh. Don't hold back, sister. What were you doing? <gasps> huh? What were you doing? I was just kind of bored with the monk life at the time, and kind of starting to question... I was kind of starting to question... If I was really meant for this. Because I wanted to see what else... Stop laughing at me. I want to see what else was out there. So, the gods gave you an answer. Yeah. Just not the one you wanted. Yeah. And now that guilt is, you know, part of feeding me... To To be Batman. To be Batman. See, all I'm thinking about is monk life. Like, instead of thug life. Or something like life. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like a big tattoo right here. I didn't choose like the thumb of monk life, the monk life chose me. <laughs> and it's just like ancient, like, cuneiform and everything, yes! I have, like, the little palms instead of, like, the, the weird... Yes. I don't know. No, I like it. Yes, it's happening. Boom. Um, again, you see the same thing. Flash of light. The creature's eyes glow. The knowledge of your order is worthy. I kind of bow, but, you know, a tear rolls down my cheek. The creature turns its gaze towards Umretana. Oh, man. She's gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> What have you to offer? I can show you dance moves that I that I have a great um, that I have created in order to please my goddess Eilish Do you want to perform them? 
I can't. Go ahead. All right, so uh, give me a second. Okay. So she strips naked, except for her belt, because whenever she dances in tribute to Isla Stray, it has to be naked. So uh, I immediately like cover her eyes, like oh my gosh. A couple Bast things. Is just relaxing and watching the show. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna do a couple things. Um, first off, you get inspiration. Okay. <laughs> because you're acting in character as yes. someone who worships, you know. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Um, I'm going to give you advantage on this roll because, again, you're acting in character. So you can roll two d20s. Give me a performance check and let's see how that goes over. And Don't take the better of two. <laughs> Is this performance three and a six? He does the robot. So you perform your the move the the dance. What what does this dance look like? Are you just like the way I see it would be almost more like a more physical belly dance type thing. Do you use the swords in it at all? Oh yes, yeah. Because she is a she is uh, Ilustray is the goddess of sword work. So, yes, their sword is far involved. So, almost dying a couple times, and, <laughs> like, hard drinking. Yeah, you're not really in the best of form, but you, you go through, you're competent, but not impressive. Okay. Um, someone could learn to do it, but, like, it would be, like, the kind of thing you would go to, like, the YMCA and see someone performing... Like a volunteer yeah. teaching people to dance. I'm teaching you the hip-hop style, you Yeah, know? exactly. Uh, you don't have very much passion to it, so someone might doubt your uh, your devotion to your deity in that moment. Can I use my inspiration point to do it again? Uh, you don't have to. There's okay. really no... You know, it, it's, again, competent enough that the creature <coughs> nods. Okay. The, the, the knowledge you have shared is worthwhile. We will... I cannot believe I rolled a three and a six. I would put those dice aside. Yeah, this one gone. I hope that you find whatever information that you seek here. She takes this wooden box that was hanging off of her head that was kind of obscured by her wings so you couldn't really see it, and, like, shakes it out. It's this little cheap wooden box that looks like it was carved from, like, a block of wood, and on the front there's, like, donations, like, scratched into it. We do accept offerings, if you wish. I'll give her 73 gold. Oh, Jesus. That's more gold than I even have. You have, like, two, right? 60. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know how I got... You got paid by bolt. Because I was looking at that. I was like, how did I get that much? Yeah. Yep. I get the index in there. And I whispered whispered (laughs) to the Sphinx's ear... If you know any books that can help me improve on my on the skills I already have, let me know. The Sphinx reaches up with one of its paws and tears out three of its feathers from its wing. And you see that they kind of swirl. There's mist pouring off of them as they are extricated from her wing. They change before your eyes and they become, rather than these long, beautiful feathers, they are... They look like just white slips of paper mm-hmm. that she offers to each of you. I'll take one. I give her ten gold coin. Okay. And then take it. Bast, your head is filled with knowledge. You feel like, you just kind of like, as soon as you touch this thing, it, it's like that time that you got electrocuted by that big eel. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yep. 
Told you not to I lick was, the eel. I was eating eel for a week after that. I'm gonna feel that again. <laughs> you see a well-drawn portrait of you appear on this card, mm-hmm. and the words, whosoever bears this card, should they be worthy, will have the knowledge of the Library of Saragon. Your intelligence score increases by two points. Holy heck! Like, permanently or just... Permanently, different? as long as you have that card. Alright. So that that is a... The exact artifact. same thing happens to both of you as soon as you touch these cards. You're what?! Intelligence okay. score goes up by two points. Intelligence score goes up by two <laughs> points. Your infra- the a portrait of you appears on the front of the card with that and I motto. Assume, I assume our modifier goes up appropriately. Yeah, it goes up if you. It's it should be one in addition for you because your intelligence was ten. Right. So. Nice. Seventeen is three. The modifier is three. Seventeen is a three. Yep. Fourteen is two. Yep. Yes. So feel free to modify your skills as you will. The Sphinx. Thanks you for your donation. It will purchase many goods that we are in need of. We do thank you for that. Is there any particular information that you are looking for today? How to kill a Dwargar. There are many ways to kill a Dwargar. Is there a specific method that you are looking for? Strangulation, uh, disembowelment is quite effective. Something race specific. And it's something that's not too obvious, right? Yes. We, we're trying to make it subtle. That there is a there's a very bad Dwargar in town, and he's caused much trouble for the citizenry. Actually, do you know of a um, uh, of a person named Bolt Dolesblade? I am not familiar with this Dwargar okay. personally, but a shot. we do have extensive records on the great families of the Underdark and the various denizens. It's in the basement. I have myself have not ventured down there in some time. I find that leaving the main area strips me of some of my knowledge. Also, I'm rather allergic to mold, and some of the scrolls on that section have faded with time. But if you would like to venture down, you may, of course, enjoy the basement section. I hope you will find what you're looking for. There may be a genealogy book on Dwergar, I believe, is present there. Okay. Uh, I will go do that. Is there anything that you guys would like to I'm I'm interested in uh, race-specific poisons for Dwergar. There are many books dedicated to the art of poisons. Uh, If you're looking for something specific to Dwergar, that would also most likely be located in the Underdark section, as they are most likely to be poisoned by members of their own Right. Yeah, those genealogy books probably have what's poisoned by blah with blah. Excellent. Um, The Sphinx leans in and whispers into your ear. Yeah. There will be a book waiting for you on the table when you get to the underdog section. Share it with no one. Understood. My okay. So the weapon. uh, Yeah, the secret weapon. The secret weapon. I don't really know what it is, right? (laughs) I just know it's. You don't know what it is. You know, it could be anything from a. I mentioned. I asked her if she has any. Material on my my order. The full history of your order from its first year to its last day is contained within these walls. Yes, I'd like to be able to kind of prove that if I. She turns a amulet on her headdress. Basically, she has like the chest piece that hangs down, um, and the walls slide up in two different, very different sections. So the section that opens up closest to Nisa 
you hear like gentle nature sounds. You see sunlight. There's like large pillars that just seem like open up into the outdoors. You see very ornate tables that have been wrought out of metal. You can tell it's elf work. Yeah. Even a dwarf wouldn't be able to work with metal. They they don't have that kind of desire. They want everything to look like they crafted it. And elves usually want things to look like it's part of nature. Um, you see at least 30 monks who are going through drills. You recognize them immediately. Like you, you these are not monks of your order, yeah. but you know, you've seen monks there are monks in meditation, yeah. there are some that are going through like practices, some are just reading, and you hear occasionally like the gentle sound of music like you would hear in your order. It's your people. It's not quite your people, but it's the closest, closest you've been yeah. since they brought your home down. Your type it's my type of peeps, yeah. Um, Boots immediately runs in. Yeah. Um, can I do an inside check? Yeah. On the Sphinx? Okay. Yes. Okay. Just to see if they have any malicious intentions. Yeah, 100%. Something. So. That is a very in-character thing for you to do. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so is this. Um, I wrote a two. Um, five. The Sphinx is basically inscrutable. You... It, it's almost otherworldly. You don't get a read that it actively wants to hurt you, but you can't really decide, figure out what its motives are. Being drow, you don't give knowledge freely. The idea of a library that's just open to whoever walks through the door, essentially, is like the idea of sunshine before you experienced it for the first time. Because all the knowledge I picked up, I had to steal. Exactly. Essentially, I had to seek to find it. Knowledge is power. Yes. And the drow do not share power. Yes. My priestess would not do that. Um, For good reason in your case, because, you know, we know how that ended. Yes. Um, (laughs) Now, the section that opens up that apparently leads to the Underdark, you see what looks to be like a hollowed-out cave. Uh, It's dark. There's this kind of mildewy smell that drifts out. You can hear the sound of, like, dripping water. And you're pretty sure you can hear things moving around in there. You're not 100% sure what is in there, but probably not good. Uh, there are two... They look like lanterns that have been stuffed with, like, a, a fluorescent moss sitting by the door. To provide, presumably, to provide illumination for anyone who might wander in. Alright. Sounds like my type of place. <laughs> Are you okay looking this up without me? Oh, I'm fine. I got the the uh, drow over here. Okay. Well, I was actually going to go to my section. Which is the it's same the same section. section. It was the same yeah. section. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. You guys yeah, are okay? Because he's looking up poisons about... He's basically looking at underdark poisons, and you're looking up stuff about Dwergar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. If there is other information that you wish, you can, of course, wander. So you're both good with going and mm-hmm. you taking a lantern? I'll take a lantern. Um, you, I believe, have dark vision, so you. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Now that we're in, it, yes, yeah. yes, you're right. Superior dark vision. You're just like now that I'm indoors. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, you're going into like a dark room. I know. Um, About okay. the underdark is like home. It's like finally this blinding headache is going away. So, let's go with Nisa first, because you know. Yeah. So, Nisa, you're walking into this... Yeah, I, like, you know, I... Boots has already run off, so I kind of put my hands together. 
bow to my companions and say, I'll, you know, I'll catch up with you. Let me find out some more information. And I, I approach and I walk in. Remind me, what was the name of your order? I don't, I don't have it. I don't think we came it's, up with it's one. It's your order. What do you want them to be called? Let's call it the Order of the... We can do a mix-up. Okay. All right. Pick color. Uh, blue. Pick a geographic feature, like island, mountain. Plateau. All right. Now, pick a state of mind. Tranquility. The Order of the the Tranquil Plateau. The Blue Tranquil Plateau. The Blue Order of the Tranquil Plateau. Yes. There we are. Yes. Growing up in a monastery, you know that chit-chat is not... Basically, the most you're going to be expecting, unless you have some business talking to any of these people, is, like, maybe a respectful nod. Yes. Because monks are not ones for idle chatting. No. Um, Too busy. Too many things to do. So you're just cru- are you just cruising in, or are you, are you going to approach anyone? Um, do I see books at all? There are... Shelves upon shelves upon shelves upon shelves stacked as high as you can see with ladders that basically stretch. Um, do I see anyone who looks like they may hold a higher position? You know what I mean? Like some like kind a, of... Like uh, a master monk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some kind give of like a, a belt or something. <laughs> give me a... For, give me a... An in, a belt? Give me an insight check. We all have belts because our pants are up. Well, she doesn't. She hasn't put clothes on yet. Yeah. Well, you say insight? Technically, you're right. Yeah. 22. So, most of the monks are acting very deferentially towards one particular monk, uh, a uh, an older-looking man who seems to be kind of, like, supervising their drills as they're going through this. Okay. Um, I'm going to respectfully approach, but leaving a fair amount of distance. Making sure that I'm in within his eyesight and eye line, you know. Okay. I don't say anything. I don't speak until spoken to. And I just stand there and kind of bow my head. Give me a um, persuasion check, which is just how respectful your bow is. Eleven. Plus? No, that's it. Just a flat eleven. Yeah, my charisma <laughs> is plus one. <laughs> So, you rolled an 11. The monk makes you wait about a minute and then bows. The other monks immediately cease in their practice. Uh, he turns and gives you a respectful nod. I make sure, you know, I, you know I, re- I return it going lower than he did, obviously. Greetings. How may I be of help to you on this day? I look. I, I seek knowledge. You're in the right place. He, like, looks around at all the books. I kind of give him, not like a bean look, but kind of a look like... I, I seek knowledge on my order. The Blue Order of the Tranquil Plateau. Are you certain that's the knowledge you're looking for? Oh, I hesitate. Self-doubt bubbling inside of me. Pulling into my monk training, trying to push that down. Of course, knowledge is everything. True. But is it that particular knowledge that you've come in search of today. If it was, you would already have it. I seek information on an item that was in my order's possession. I suggest you meditate 
and think upon what it is you truly wish to know. I, you know, not even arguing. I, I, yes. So we're going to leave you meditating for a moment. I go over to a tree, sit, light an incense. Boom. At least you're not meditating your dead bodies this time. That's right! Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, I am not turning into the immortal Iron Fist. One. (laughs) I am not immortal. Two. I do not have an Iron Fist. (laughs) Three. I did not save I still, like, the Defenders, that's still one of my favorite parts where he started to say it, and Luke Cage is like, really? He says, alright, fine, go ahead and say it, and he gets all happy. <laughs> that was one of the best parts. That was. So, Umri, Tana, and Bastard, you, you're just striding into the darkness with... First thing, he brought, uh, yeah. I am dressed now. Yeah. I am getting dressed. Uh, <laughs> oh, I had this great scene where I'm like, Umri, you turn around like, Umri, here, I like the view, but here. You should probably put your clothes and equipment back on. Tired of holding them. I was thinking about doing it. I was like, okay, I'm going to get dressed now, but you guys were talking. I didn't want to interrupt, and then I forgot to mention it later. (laughs) Always mention you get dressed, because the GM will be like, you gotta put on your clothes. (laughs) You walk into the Temple of Ogman, buck ass naked. (laughs) I think she's got an inspiration point for that. She's already got one. Yeah, for being naked. No, for... <laughs> not for being naked. For being naked in character. Next there. time I need an inspiration point, I know how to get it. Everyone's like, we're naked now. <laughs> I didn't give you inspiration points when you got naked in Middle Earth, so, you know, getting naked does not... I'm teasing, yeah. Alright, so uh, first of all, I want to do an inspiration... Or not inspiration, a uh, perception check, because I want to scan through the uh, uh, books... And just see if, like, any house names or anything like that would, uh... So... I mean, like, no, things that would catch my attention that is not what I'm looking for. Either, you know, through my priestess or anything. Just anything that kind of catches my eye. So, before you write the check, there are three tables immediately inside the room when you walk in. Your name is written above one of them in script that hovers in midair and glows on a table that is literally festooned with books. There are hundreds of books covering the sur- every inch of the surface of this table, stacked about the height of you standing. Okay. There is a table one over from that that has Bastion Erd, a.k.a. Bast, in the same glowy script floating in midair. There's five books. Sitting Woo! Foot. <laughs> it's and and it's just picture magazine. <laughs> An easy reader, big letter format. <laughs> Ikea instruction. <laughs> and there is a gnome masturbating sitting at the table nearest to the door looking at these lewd drawings of drow just prostrating themselves. And he looks up when he sees you come in. Then goes right back to it. I just look at him and say, it lost Plundoth. Just keep walking. And I just basically said, darkness take you. <laughs> he looks at Bast. <laughs> Bast looks back, leers over, gives him a smile, continues on to Bast's table. <laughs> Why am I missing the fun stuff? <laughs> you ever could learn a word like, we're like in like, the red like this. I know! <laughs> <laughs> the second time. We're, I know, we're in the, uh, what, like the, the old Liberty Avenue bookstores. <laughs> <laughs> so, you see these these two tables. Um, what would you like to do? I'd like to open my books. Does Bast know how to read? Bast knows how to read small words in Orc and Common. Okay. 
And Umritano, are you... I am going... I want to scan through, look at some of the names first, see if any catch my eye, and then decide and start reading. Okay. So what specific are you looking for? Uh, I want to start with Bolt. I want to look for uh, the Dwarkar book. I want to know his family. And, you know, I, I just want to see what might motivate him. Okay. So one of the books you find... I'm not going to make your roll checks for it because this is just a question of time. There's nothing on the line you will find or not find what you're looking for. Um, in one of the books on the top of the pile that's about as thick as your waist, there is a tome that has this weird leathery cover. It's not leather, but it's something not normal. Um, and it is titled The Histories and Wonders of the Great Houses of the Dwerga. I'll start with that one. Okay. Uh, so you're flipping through this, and it's just like the history of this house, the history of this clan, the history of this clan, and it goes on and on about like everything from since they were enslaved by the Mind Flayers to their war for liberation to who they're having alliances and war, blood wars with today. I'm going to look through my books for pictures of people that look like they're dying of poison. So, of the five books, because you just have five books, one of them is this book that has uh, a minotaur on the cover. Mm. A nude minotaur carved into the wood of this book. And it says, How to Love a Minotaur in Five Easy Steps. I'm going to read the heck out of that one first. <laughs> um, the remaining three of the other books are basically like just books of underdark poisons. Mm -hmm. um, you'd have to spend some time reading them, but... Bass reading ability, since these are written in common and under common with a few other languages, like you see, like that looks like Warbin thrown in. You may not be up to the task of discerning those in I'll, their entirety. I'll take the poison books over to my drow friend. And uh, the other one I'm okay. going to, to memorize as well as I can. There is one other book. It's got your name on the cover. Hmm. I'm curiously open this one. It is the story of your life. It starts with how, you know, your orc daddy <laughs> and your human mom got married in secret. That's that's not the story that I've been told. And they had to hide it because obviously a marriage between an orc and a person would not go over well with either group. Before I read any more of the beginning, I'm going to flip to the end uh -huh. and see how accurate the last five years of this book are. So you flip to the very last page. Bast read ahead and tried to cheat. <laughs> I was waiting for it to be like a blank right. page. I, I'm going to skip back a couple of chapters until I'm back at real time. Bast flip back a few pages. Keep flipping back until I'm... <laughs> Into Bast is reading this book. So you are, yeah, your Bast is reading this book. All right, now I'm going to flip back a little bit more uh -huh. and uh, make sure that the uh, that the book is accurate. To so what I remember for flipping, like a year or so, highlights. You you flip back to your adventures in Neverwinter where you were hanging out with Karis mm -hmm. and uh, you know you you were fighting those were rats together and things went <laughs> interestingly. Um, it's accurate, you know. To, okay, to I trust the book. I'm going to go right back to the beginning again and learn more about my uh, my origins that I was too young to remember. So, flipping through this book, you learn a couple things. 
your parents were married. That's not at all what I was growing up with. And essentially, everything about the origin of your story that your dad told you growing up is complete horseshit. They basically forced your mom to marry this guy, and she left him after she gave birth to you. So she's still alive? Yeah. Holy hell. So your mom's alive. I carefully read the beginning again to see if if she left me, even though I was hideously So up. you flip to the part where she's getting ready. You, you've just been born. You're three yeah. days old. Yeah. And it details, you know, she's hesitating about leaving. This is the plan. She couldn't escape while she was pregnant. Right. Because she was, you know, heavy with child. Right. And we're up in the mountains, and it's snowy most of the time, and yes. And she almost decides to live out her life here, because she can't bear the thought of leaving you. Because you're her, her first child, and she loves you. But she thinks you'll have a better life there mm-hmm. than you would with the... Basically, she's going to be seen as a second-class citizen. She's going to be ostracized. They're going to be living on the run. Mm -hmm. And she hopes that you'll have a better life than what she could give you by making this choice. She knows it's... She is making a selfish choice in some ways. She could stay, but... I I understand her her motivations. But yeah, she she loved you. Bast sheds a tear for one of the five times in his life. I'm going to... I do not wish to relive my days of being in the wilderness or being cast out by my by my village, so I'm just going to skip ahead and find... No, you know what? I'm just going to close the book. This is all I really needed to know about my life. And I, I put it back on the table, because I obviously can't read ahead. And <laughs> It's not like it's going to, you know, like, okay, so what are we going to do now, guys? We're yeah. watering on this bar. Yeah. Yep, so... Biff. Sort of uh, his life. He's not winning the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely. I say a quiet little little prayer to the uh, the, the phoenix, uh, the phoenix, the sphinx, and, uh, and thank her. You get inspiration. <sighs> and get rid of a cat. I love bass. You're sharing these books. You have about poisons. Okay, so you've been flipping through, and you find the information about Clan Dullspade. Okay. Clan Dullspade is one of the three great clans. Serious? Yes. They were instrumental in the War of Liberation. They are renowned as warriors. They are... Basically, they are equal to a drow house in terms of power in the Underdark. A lesser draw house, but still, (laughs) you would not want to piss them off. They are usually slavers. That's how they make most of their money, is by doing trade uh, with the other Underdark races and species, by trading, you know, captured prisoners that they bring down Mm -hmm. below, which is pretty common for Dwergar. They just excel at it because they actually take care of their captives. They don't, like, leave them to rot in makeshift cages and get eaten by troglodytes. Bulp is the legitimate head of his clan, and there's not a lot of information on him. He hasn't had a lot of time to do anything. He's only been the head of the clan for about 15 years, hmm. which by the terms of Dwergar is this, not very long. Any other family members? 
Or is he the only There were, the they're all dead. Okay, so he is the sole heir. He is the sole living heir. The okay. rest are all murdered. He's the last of his, of his, of the true bloodline of No Clan children. No children yet. No wife. No children. I'm going to look in the poison thing and try to find something for sterilization. Yeah, I brought all the poison books over to, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> so, you're flipping through these books of poisons, and like, this one made this guy's dick fall off. There's a picture, and there's just like... It just falls off. It looks like string cheese. Oh! Um, but they all basically are like, not effective on Dwerkar. Not effective on dwarves. Not effective on, you know, under gnomes. Okay. Uh, extremely effective on drow. Okay. And then there's a section that was written about 300 years ago by... You think it was written by a Dwergar? Because the name sounds kind of Dwergar-esque. Okay. And it the passage begins... This is in the Poison Book. This is in the Poison Book. Okay. Of all the species that dwell in the Underdark, none are so resistant to toxins and poisons as the Dwergar. However... There is one particular toxin that has proven highly effective. By taking the sweat of a cleansed drow and combining it with the willing blood of a mind flayer, a deadly potion can be concocted if brewed for three days and three nights. Willing mind flayer. They have to be willing. They have They're to be blood. willing. It just says willing, right? It says willing. It doesn't say willing to kill, willing to give. It says a give. willing says mind flayer. Seduce! Um, You're going to seduce a mind flayer! Kinky. <laughs> um, I hope the, you're ready. The passage. <laughs> does it give a result? Does it, it does. That's okay. where we're going to Side effects may include... Trousers. Itching. That lasts five hours. <laughs> Uncontrollable swelling. To what? Uh, it just says uncontrollable okay. swelling. Nausea. Diarrhea. This is like a medication commercial now. May cause itching, swelling, nausea, diarrhea. And in 10% of the cases, incurable madness. Does it give an antidote? There is no known antidote. Only to be used under the dire most consequences. Or circumstances. Dire most circumstances. So what happens to the other 90% of cases? Death. Win win! <laughs> so you either die, or there's that slim you chance you insane. live, but you're going insane. Yes. Because this has to be ingested. It can be ingested. That is the most effective way. Okay. If you were to get it on your skin. Or any other way, the effectiveness is drastically reduced. They might experience some side, some mild side effects, but they wouldn't die or go insane. I have no idea how this is going to work, but I want to try it. Uh, I'm assuming that I want to do an alchemy check and see if I can try to think of what might be an antidote to that. That would be an arcana check. Arcana or medicine? You can do either. Which one do you have uh, better? Medicine. Well, no, I guess... 
No, they would both be the same now. Since the boost uh, doesn't really Yeah! Matter. Plus two to intelligence. I'm smart, guys! Modify 20 for either one of those. Medicine or Arcana. Uh, we'll you... You know from looking at this potion that neither of these things is good. <laughs> um, there's some other base ingredients that are basic, that are not, that are, you know, binding agents and things like that. This is pretty much certain death barring divine intervention or... Does this poison have a name? It does. What is it? The last soil. Okay. Thank you. I think I got what I needed. Here, I want to continue reading the books. Okay. Anything else in there? I'm thinking about how to make a drow sweaty and clean at the same time. <laughs> the sweat of a cleansed drow. Yeah, what do you mean by, like, cleansed? I don't know. It's just that it basically says the sweat of a cleansed drow. You just do, like, a, I would say, like, a holy ritual to cleanse yourself, or... Huh. Actually, sweat worked up by dancing to my god? <laughs> I mean, in a way, it, it technically, yeah. But anyways, no. That, any other, anything else in the books? Um, in regards to poisons that are effective on Dwergar? No, just I'm flipping. The, the stack was the, the, as high as me. So. I mean, you got like the entire history of the Underdark from day one. Okay. And just the Dwergar is about that many by this by about three hundred books by itself. Um. So, um, I, I'm just, uh, just real quick, I, I'm just going to go through anything catch my eye, anything else, I mean, nothing else, and then... You find yeah. a book... Okay. ...that is entirely devoted to demons, and the hierarchy of demonology, okay. and what they're like, what they, their alliances are. Okay, I uh, will read that as much as I can. Try to look uh, into whatever I did in the Underdark. Okay. I, I'm going to peer over at the gnome's reading material. It's lusty. There's oh. webs. Yeah, I, I'm going to save some of the better images for the spank bank. So, so, so Drow have these whips. <laughs> Drow, Drow have these flails, essentially, that are like living snake heads that... that when they hit you with it, the snakes bite you simultaneously, and they have some creative uses for those in these illustrations. Um, Something, I, I think about ways to adapt the concept, but not the implementation for my purposes. <laughs> you're pulling out a skull, you start drawing, you're like, yes, yes, I figured it out! Yep. Meanwhile, back in the not-pornographic section of the library, <laughs> Nisa has been meditating. I've been meditating. What have you been thinking about? My failure as, you know, with my monastery, with my people being destroyed and not being there for them. Not, di not okay, not even not being there for them, not dying with them. A book hits you in the face. So Hard enough to, to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That part, uh, Dukes of Hazard. You ever see that? No. All right, where they hit each other with phone books. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Um, it is a poorly made, handwritten book yeah. that appears to have, the binding appears to have been made out of someone's pants. The the writing is poor, and there's no title on the cover. 
It appears to be just a diary. Do I recognize this? No. Do you start to read it? There's nothing on the... Well, someone did throw it at me, or my god sent it to me. I Before reading it, I look around to see if there's someone watching me, if there's anyone around even. No, they are being respectful. They are not paying any attention to you. Boots is uh, looking at a book that appears to be about cheese, and just like curling up on the cover. Yeah. He's just like, cheese. Okay. All Boots got this book that's like this, like, cheese, you... Boots has his ways. Cheese is at the world. Cheese is at the world, yes. It's, it's got little cheese flakes in it every now and then for the people that like cheese in their friends. The flakiest cheeses of Faerun. <laughs> it's like the 1,000 cheeses to try before you die. Yes. <laughs> Fondue Faerun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I... With no one looking at me, no one like saying, hey, where'd my book go? You know, I bow my head, put the book in my lap, and open it is stained with blood, sweat, and tears, and probably some ale. It's kind of smelly. Oh, I um, wretch a little bit. It is... It, I, yeah. It, it looks to be like a diary or a, a journal of sorts. It starts, like, judging by the dates and, like, little notes, you can tell that this is written by a sailor who operated out of Waterdeep. They were rum runners. Basically, they would try to bring in illegal water. Okay, so to, my feelings of trepidation of reading someone else's journal of vanish completely at this point. Oh, yeah. This you know you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, yeah, my It's gosh. a bad guy. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's an I ass. mean, he was a smuggler. Yeah. Um, and basically, it's not long. It's like a novella. Yeah. This guy basically <laughs> didn't keep watch. He got really drunk one night when they were supposed to be bringing in the rum. They got raided. They lost it all. He went overboard and escaped. Everyone else was taken prisoner and executed yeah. in Waterdeep. Um, because they don't put up with that shit. Yeah. And it just basically, the last few pages are his guilt poured out over the pages of, like, these were his friends. These were men that he worked alongside of. They were as close to family as he had. And they are dead directly because of his irresponsibility. It ends with him basically writing that he can't live with the guilt anymore, and it's his his suicide note. Wow. I slowly, you know, I close it and put it on the ground. Stand up. Brush, you know, grass off or sand, whatever. Kind of whistle for, you know, boots. Have him scurry up my leg or, you know, get in yeah. position. Look over to the monks and bow to them. And then walk out. Okay. And then go to the cavern where they are. Okay. Realizing that... So the Sphinx, when you get into the main area, is sitting there reading a book, just flipping through it. It looks up at you. Did you find what you were looking for? Yes. One cannot stay in the past. They must move forward. The Sphinx nods. The thing you seek is here. It pushes the book that it's reading towards you. It is a blue book. uh, Expertly made. It has the symbol of your order on the cover, and it's basically blue metal with gold trim, and it is the full and complete history of your order, which goes back to day one of Faerun, day one of the world, essentially. The weapon was something that was created that no, you wish it was you. It's called the brand of Tiamat. 
That's bad already. I know. <laughs> Essentially, this thing can brand any dragon and force it to obey whoever is holding it. It can also turn non-dragon creatures who are branded by it into dragons. That will be under the control of the person who is bearing this brand. Tiamat basically created tens of thousands of loyalists and had a run at the world with this thing. And that's why it was entrusted to your order. Because they believed that people who believed in the, the power of Corellin and were capable would be able to protect themselves. And now it's fallen. It appears to have... This thing coming anywhere near the Cult of the Dragon is so bad it is cataclysmic. And now it's worse because you know what it is. Yeah. So much worse. Oh, man. Because now they can extract that information out of you. You also oh, shut up! <laughs> you also see a brief passage that's noting the day that you came to the monastery. I read it. It basically denotes that the the they found a baby at the gates that had been left. Uh, there was no sign of anyone. There was no sign of who had abandoned it. There was no note. All that they found on it was a mask. Like a, a full-size mask. It wasn't on you. It was just like laying next to you. Yeah. That's what kind of mask? It just... <laughs> it, <laughs> it's like a... Uh, it was like a... Um, not a full face mask. Yeah. Like the kind of mask I'm going to wear to a fancy dress party. It just covers the yeah. eyes and okay. nose. Not much else. And I don't I don't have that. I never saw that. No. Okay. And that's all it really says? That's all it said. Okay. I close the book and, you know, with great reverence, offer it back. And then... I give ten more gold coins. She shakes the donation box. Yeah. Shake, shake, shake. Shake your booty. I put the last of my gold, I put 40 in. And so you're going into the Underdark Cave? Are you crying at all? I have like a tear. <laughs> I have a tear mostly because I now have no money, but hey. <laughs> you see a gnome masturbating and reading dirty books immediately when you walk in and he looks at you. I smack him. How hard? Like. On the shoulder? On the head. I'm not going to smack you on the head. <laughs> and I, I you, this is a place of learning. I'm learning. <laughs> Take your foul learning out of this institute immediately. I come over and I remove you. Use of him. I, I come over yeah, and you <laughs> I, I come over and I grab her by the scruff of the neck and drag her over and say to each their own. He yells across. Prude. I kind of you know like kind of. What happens in the dark is just for a lark. <laughs> I love that. Man, we've made like five T-shirts today already. <laughs> Monk life. <laughs> Seriously, you should get one of those dynamic t-shirt stores on the web and see if you can get something to sell. <laughs> I want to do under sausage, nether sausage. <laughs> nether we sausage gotta, since 2000. We just build like a print uh, uh, t-shirt, like a press. Yeah. And just do it. Gen Con 2018, get a nether sausage t-shirt. No, I mean, there's sites where you can upload. Just, like, I tried to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we got to wear them so people see them and then they it gets hot. So you have to wear them because we're wearing them. Nobody cares. 
<laughs> so you're dragging Nisa over to your table. I'm more like away from the no. Okay. I'm about to just flay. I do not want an altercation in this place because I great respect for the Sphinx and the work she does. As do I, and this is disrespectful to her. This is her work. Uh, anything off the top of my head, anything that I just saw in there about demons? Anything catches my eye? Yeah, there's some drawings in there that look kind of familiar. Okay. <laughs> like, you're not sure where you saw them, but you think you might have seen someone, a couple of faces in that book, because there's, like, drawing. Like, they're kind of, like, scratched into the margins, and there's, like, insane notes. Okay. Like, Milk of the Devil. Okay. Asmodeus comes in the night, like... Tinfoil hat shit crazy stuff that someone's been scrawling in this book. Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk over to the uh, gnome and say, what does this look mean? He looks up at you. <laughs> you can continue. I don't care. Just tell me what this means. He, lo- he looks at the book. Uh, they don't have a safe word. While he's standing there and it's in the book, I'm going to wipe it on his butt, close it. All right, guys, let's go. All right, I'm I'm out of here. I've got the information I need. So I'm taking the book with me. Okay. The the, the demon book? Yes. And you gave the book back about your order. Yeah. Yeah, I I left all my books on the table because they they just weighed me down. Besides, five steps for loving a minotaur, I can learn those things. Yeah, and I... Step one, take life by the horns. Oh, yeah. Step two, don't neglect the tail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, never. No, she would would leave the book there because why take it when other people learn? Swish, swish. Step three, cleaner hopes. Mmm, they like that. Get in the clefts. Mm Mm-hmm. Trim it off nicely. This is just awkward now. <laughs> Step four, solving the inner labyrinth. Mm. It's complex down there. <laughs> I really can't stand it. <laughs> so, you're, you're leaving? Yep. I'm done here. You're done here? Yeah. I think I am. Okay. On my way out, is the Sphinx... Oh yeah, it's still... Okay. Enjoying. On the way out, I'm like, you're a little gnome down there, just to file this book. So I'm going to take it home. <laughs> the devil book? Yes. You are free to take whatever knowledge you wish when you leave. Thank you. You must return it one day before your death, or see that it is returned. Okay. Sure. <laughs> huh. Wait, we can take any book that we want? You may take one book. Oh, one book. Okay. Why would you want? Hmm? I was going to take a look and see if there's anything else. Uh, I'll take a stab. How to be an awesome drow. Yeah! <laughs> How to steal books from sphinxes. The easy <laughs> way. For dummies. For dummies. <laughs> the <laughs> Icewind Dale trilogy. Fuck yeah! <laughs> you may only take one. No! It's one book. It's one book. Awesome. Bo- Boom. Bo- it means three books, but it's in one volume. Yeah. There you go. That's why I read it. So you're going outside. Uh, yeah. Are you guys, what are you guys doing? Going outside. Okay, cool. I, I need to find outside. some, uh... A drake <laughs> pounces on Bast as soon as you take a step outside and begins licking your face furiously. 
I look at the dragon, see if I recognize you it. You recognize it immediately. Aww. It's got the acidy breath. Aww. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. That big lug, I give it a big hug. It continues to lick you. Mm-hmm. You notice that it's got the fancy collar and that there is a note tucked into it. All right. I will look at the note and see if there are words I can read or if I need to pass it somewhere else. It is written in common. Ah, good. Uh, it is sealed with a wax seal. And you I inspect the, the seal. It is the seal of House Moondown. Ooh. It's been a while since I've uh, had conversations with this lady. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll open up the seal. So you open it, and it is a letter from Karis. Oh. She basically, the, dra- the, dra- the Drake's missed you. Mm. It's been forlorn since you parted company with Karis after your adventures, and she sent it out. It seemed to want to track you down, and she hopes that it finds you one day. Oh. And, you know, if you're ever in Waterdeep, look her up. Inventory plus one Drake. So seeing this Drake, like, <laughs> licking your friend's face, do you want to do anything? I By the way, it's a lot there. bigger than the last time you saw it. It uh, grew. All right, I'm going to roll to recall this, this character. This is what it looks like. I'm kind of standing there a little amazed, you know, at the sight of it. Mm-hmm. And just, I assume it's friendly. Oh, yeah. I kind of tentatively reach out to... All right. It, she's fine. She's fine. I, I'm, I'm going to look at the, the Drake and uh, see if I can remember the name of the darn thing, because, you know, it wasn't my Drake at the time. Why would I remember its name? Let's see. And 15. You lost those brain cells. Probably. Well, you can go back in and I'm gonna look at out the, of the book. I'm going to look at the collar and see if there's a... Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> there's, it just appears to be just a... There's no name on it. I'm going to call you Spot. Spot. Spot the Drake. Where is he? I would have right said there? Flapjack, but that's me. Not your Drake. True <laughs> that. It's your own Drake. It, like, sits, like, very regally next to Bass. Just, like, it. this is, like, a legit, like, royal pet almost looking thing. It's been primped and had its scales done. <laughs> I'm going to give it one of my rations. It inhales it. Good boy. Or girl, I can't really tell. You have to check the cloaca for that. I mean, no, I can't, I can't <laughs> it in there. People have lost a hand doing that before, especially this kind of drink. Yeah. <laughs> it looks at your two companions like I introduce Spot to my companions. Put my hand out again slowly. It looks at you. Spot looks at you. Feed it a ration, it'll be fine. Boots is not enamored with this. No, <laughs> I don't have rations. I, I sneak you around. Okay, I kind of take it and tell Boots, shh. I, I break off a teeny little piece and give it to Boots. Boots eats his. And then give it to the Drake. Spot basically engulfs your hand and you can feel teeth. And it kind of like doesn't quite bite, but it just lets you know there's teeth in there and <laughs> draws them across your hand and the ration is gone. <laughs> you have that nice... It's... Did you ever, like, cut pineapple and get a lot of the juice on yeah. your hand? You know how there's that chemical in pineapple that actually breaks down, like, protein structures? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Eat, the pineapple eats you while you're eating it? Yeah. It's kind of like that. You got that tingly, like, there's something in there that... You, you might want to wipe that hand off on something you don't care about. Shaking my hand, trying to get it all off. R- rub and... some sand on it. Yeah. Really, you don't want that to be yeah, on Yeah, using sand, you know, <laughs> kind of. And then I just kind of gently 
Just touch its head, just a little. It's like it's got these three big like winged spikes on its back that kind of run the length of its body and they yeah. kind of quiver when you pet it. So I do that and then step back. You guys know what we needed? Mm-hmm. And I will say, "Hi, Drake. <clears throat> nice to meet you." I have no rations to give it. I can give it drow wine. <laughs> you can try, try giving it drow wine. Drake's might like to get a little tipsy. Why? Oh, I feel like that's a bad idea. Alright, I'll pour some in front of it. It licks it off the ground. It's okay. If you're nice to me, I'll give you more. It looks up at Bass and is just like waiting for <laughs> Master to give it a command. You're such a wonderful beast. Your allergies are kicking in, by the way. I know! That's why it looks like I'm crying, but I'm not. It's just my allergies. Uh-huh. Yeah, as, as you may or may not know, I am highly allergic to drinks. And I did not know that. From the, from the start. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Spot, you should, you should protect these two. It looks dumb. It looks back at you. I'll be right here with you. It like goes over to them like a few steps. Good boy. Good boy. Girl, just them. I kind of smile at him a little bit and give him a little... It shows his teeth. I show my teeth right back. All right. I'm going <coughs> to try to keep it in. <sighs> so many allergies. <sighs> so many burns. <laughs> All right, we ready? Yeah. Where are we headed? I we well, we learned how to make a uh, a poison toxic to. You were talking about that. Oh, yeah. We were, I gave her the book. Surely she read it to me. Yeah. Uh. Well. Or did she? Okay. Um. No, I did not. But if you're asking. Yeah, we're I asking. T- did you find tell- anything useful in the poison book I gave and you? And I, I will tell. Uh, Poison called the last soil. Right. I need sweat of a cleansed drow. Luckily, we got a drow right here. Go on. Glowing blood of an illithid or mind flare, <sighs> which we're not going to find here. Don't they have like zoos and stuff in cities? Like, I know the city. Find one. Yeah, you do. I, okay, hold on. What would that? Be. What are you Why? looking for? Is there a zoo in the city? With a mind yes, flare? There's a... <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a zoo in the city. Okay. More than likely, no, there is not a mind flare in the zoo in the city. <laughs> Generally, okay, there's not really a zoo. It's not a zoo like we would think of a zoo today. Yeah. <laughs> there are menageries where like, yeah. the rich would keep the weird things like a drake. But, you know, Do generally I... keeping sentient creatures is not called a zoo. That's called slavery, which is fucked up and wrong. And we're in the South, so you know. Other slaves. um, Knowing the city, would I know of any mind players that are serving (sighs) someone? Well, you know from me, all three of you know this, you know Bolt brought a lot of creatures from the Underdark up with him. Dwergar fucking hate mind flayers. Almost as much as Drow hate Dwergar. Basically, it goes, Dwergar and Mind Flayers are kind of, like, tied for, like, biggest, meanest fucks in the Underdark. Then it's, like, Dwergar, and then there's everyone else. 
Aboliths are in there doing their weird Cthulhu shit. Yeah. So, yeah, the Underdark is pretty much fought for by the Mind Flayers and the Drow. Yeah, they're the and two big dogs. The yeah. Drow are getting in there and getting like, ha bitch! Punch! And then run! And then away. they run away. <laughs> so if we could find a, a, a Mind Flayer that hates our guy as much as we do, yeah. he'd probably be willing to poison him. And wouldn't surprise me to find out that Bulp has a mind flare of some sort, kind of locked like, away, like like a like a prisoner or something. So you know, like a jester, kind of like to entertain him. Oh. I'm sorry, this Drake is just just bringing my allergies on. Can I do like a Xena pinch on him to stop his allergies? Give me a medicine check. This would be, like, the greatest thing ever. Uh, that would be medicine. Mm-hmm. That'd be 15. Your allergies go away. I'm like, I'm like, it's oh, all I a state of mind. Breathe. I can breathe. Your new name is Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Sorry, that's... Loratadine. There's such trademarks. <laughs> <laughs> that was impressive. That's all the mind. What, what's the uh, effect time on this? You have no godly idea. Alright, well I'll let you know if I start getting itchy eyes again. Mind over matter. Thank you very much. Alright, so uh, go over to Spot. Spot! You can't... I don't know if you can understand me, but do you know what a, a mind flayer is? Ooh. Could you smell a mind flayer? It if, turns its head sideways at you. Can you track one down? You see it flare its nostrils indicating that, you know... Okay, for the record, Spot is smart. Mm-hmm. Spot can understand you, he just can't talk. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not knowing that just yet. Not working yet. on working yeah. on learning Out of that. character. Yeah. Can I, while he's talking to him, can I do an insight check? Yeah. Okay. On, on spot. On spot. Uh, I think he's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those cats are weird. They have scales. So, I, at this point, I ask what is a mind flare. I wouldn't know, right? I mean, what are the chances of me knowing what a mind flare is? <laughs> I will tell. Yeah, they are an insidious race of beings uh, primarily in the Underdark. They have tentacles on their face, and they are called Mind Flayers for good reason. They they basically can go into your brain and control you in any way they see fit. They are not very common outside of the Underdark. They don't come up here to hunt. They don't really need to, or anything like that. Okay. So the odds of us finding one in this city or anything like that is slim to none. Wonder if the uh, the monk at the your boss would know. Worth a shot. Come, come, SWAT. Let me show you where our dates are in this town. He trots after you, like looking to all the world like a royal pet. I am really loving Spot. He is growing on me, especially now that he doesn't make me feel like. I've been bathing in uh, Golden Pot all day. 
Uh, so you're heading back to the camel's hump? <laughs> this is the best I can do. I have a Drake mini. I just didn't bring it down. Cause... Yeah. That's better, though. No, it's not. <laughs> Spots mini is great. Um, so we're just heading back to the camel's hump? Yeah. Okay. And you're heading straight to Malrune's room? Yes. Okay. So... Drake and toe. Drake and toe. So when you get to the door, there is a small sign hanging on the knob that says, Keep out. You hear the sounds of loud grunts of pleasure coming from the other side of the door. And there is a tray set with several empty wine goblets and what appear to be the rinds of a melon. How would you wish to proceed? Oh, this enrages me. Oh, I gotta peek, peek it. See if there's a, a uh, keyhole that I can peek into the room with. There is a keyhole. I'm gonna peek. Make sure that, you know, he's actually having a good time, as opposed to being flayed alive by something. No room could give you pointers. Alright, so I guess I didn't need to roll to, uh... No, you don't need to roll... Again, I'm not gonna make a roll unless there's, like, something on the line. Anyway, so I look. He can give you pointers. About? A lot of things. <laughs> so who's he with? A dude. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. He is actually not with a person. Uh, there's about three people in there. Uh, you're counting legs because there's a lot of motion. Mm-hmm. Um, one man, one woman, both human. Uh, and they are in the throes of passion. Okay. Well, uh, looks like our guy's busy for a bit. Want to go down and get some snacks? I'm just kind of staring at the door like... You know, just this is not I I'm not being used to this. What the heck? Then you hear the ta- the bed break. <laughs> You're looking through the keyhole. You just see the bed give way. Right, enough of that. This made worked up an appetite for me between him and the gnome. <laughs> I and unless you're willing to help me sate that appetite, let's go back downstairs and get something to eat. I just kind of look at you like I am appalled, good sir. <laughs> good day, sir. I just, I kick the door. And then just walk away. Like, you know, going with you. Yeah. But just so that, you know, to make sure that he knows that I know. There's no sign that he gives yeah. two shits. That yeah. <laughs> I had no expectation, but you know, kind of that like, yeah, I know. Unless it's a suggestion for some, su- unless it's a suggestion for a more creative way to add to their lovemaking, he's not hearing shit. Yeah. No, I, I <laughs> So you what's your Maritana up to? I'm really curious the, about that book. The one you but, wipe on a gnome's butt? <laughs> we are not calling it the butt book. Well, that means nothing to me. <clears throat> I've touched books that have been much worse places. How do you think you get books into the Underdark? Exactly. Um. Take a see. look. It's right. in a book. <laughs> Inside a Dwergar. <laughs> I'll see you in a little bit. Are you going to skip, just going to be downstairs? Yep. I'm going to go back to my room and read for a little bit. I'll meet you down there. Okay. Yeah. You don't have the book, the poison book, right? No. Mm-hmm. We left that in. She took the demon book. Mm-hmm. But you told me about the cleansing and everything. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Steam yeah. bath. Okay. So when we go down, I grab a scroll and I start writing all the cleansing... 
kind of things I know. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Clyre's cleansing. We could brainstorm a little bit on that. Yeah. You know, like... Over, over melting. Like a scroll. We could burn her. That would cleanse her. Okay, so burning. Um, death, though. Exercise. Exercise. A, a beautiful cleansing ritual. Anima. Why do things always end up in the butt with you? <laughs> I don't know. Ask my girlfriends. Appalling. Um, a diet? Maybe uh, yep. they, a uh, diet they, of like moonbeams and honey water or some crap like that. I oh, wait, can... she's a drow. It'd be like like darkness and and stillness or mushrooms. I, don't know. I can collect the morning dew off of rocks. They don't have dew in the dark. They don't do the dew in the dark. Maybe we could you have squeeze to drink some mold. Cherry Coke Zero. No <laughs> 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 wonder you're so miserable down there. You just want your Mountain Dew. Um, yeah, so we just, we're just going through. That. <laughs> no, you have to drink It, the lowest of the sodas. What? It. it. What is It? That's the name of the soda. It's called It. I don't think they make it anymore. I've never heard of it. Yeah. It is a legitimate soda, if you can find it. By the way, Jolt is coming back. <gasps> oh, I know so many people in my office that will drink the tar out of that. Um, by the way, while you guys are having your brainstorming session, they are giving you massages. They Ooh. give you facials. Oh. They give you pedicures. Wait, manicures. this isn't a facial. <laughs> you made it dirty. They're also they're they're, they're polishing up um, spot scales for him. Uh, they, you know, he's still pretty prim and proper looking, but they're just giving him a, a touch up because he's got a little dust off. Yeah. Um, they do bring you some drinks, some fresh fruit. You know, things that are suitable for when you're getting in and out of steam, and, you know, they're not going to bring you a sandwich, because that would just be ruined in seconds. Going to read? Yep. I'm going to go in... Your book smells like gnome taint. Yep. Yes, it does. I ignore it. Unless it's so bad, I have to make a saving throw or something. Nah, you might want to spray that down with some perfume or something. Roll against gnome addiction. I will pour drow wine on it. You and your drow wine. (laughs) It's the only thing I have. It's either that or I cut it up with something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you're reading about demons. They're generally unsavory. And generally speaking, you wouldn't want to make any kind of deal or open-ended pact with them under any circumstances. If you did, you would absolutely want it to be clearly defined, because otherwise someone could, you know, have a really one-sided bargain that would end very badly for them. Okay. Which is basically what I did at one point in time. Okay. Um, I would like to know, is there any rituals or anything in there that I might find familiar that I might have done in the Underdark? This book is a study of demonology as who they are. It touches on how to summon them, but it is not any of the actual demons that are described here, the named demons. This is like how to summon the lowest tier of demonic being. Gotcha. With extreme um, caution. Okay, so what, um, anything in there looks familiar? Again, you, you'll see, like, a drawing or, like, an illustration that, like, it's the, the person in here looks familiar, but you can't quite place where you've seen them before. Can I do what, is it, what, maybe religion, um... Are you trying to identify them? Yes. Um... Yeah, religion, if you want to try to identify 
Sheets brand cola. Show it to John. See if that if the logo is what he remembers. Uh, yes, that is it. The can used to be purple. My uncle drank it in the basement. My grandma I always remember my grandma. So I was like, it. I bet it tastes like it with an <laughs> S and an H on the front. It's Sheets brand. Okay, yeah, the only thing in there really is... I mean, if you can make an argument for, like... Because demonology is very open-ended. You could do Arcana, you could do religion, um... History? History. The investigation or anything like that. No, it wouldn't be investigation. You're not... Insight. No. No. Not insight. No. Um, I'll do religion. Why not? Uh, Only a 15. No, not not ringing a bell. Okay, but again, it's there. There's so many demons, and they kind of cross paths a lot. It could just be that something's. This is like Who wrote this. There's no author. <coughs> okay. Or no author. That's someone obviously wrote it, but there's no like titled author. Hmm. Okay. How are things going in the sauna? Oh my gosh, I am loving this brainstorming session. I'm feeling very like, like I should, I know I shouldn't be enjoying all this pampering, but I can't help it. They bring you a, a another round of drinks and another <laughs> plate of fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do the massages and pampering continues for as long as you choose to stay in there. I just, you know, I'm just like, just, don't tell anyone. This statuesque man is like massaging your back. Like you have much tension in your shoulders, mistress. And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> the I'm not sure if you're being hurt, so I'm kind of like engaging a little bit. I suddenly like kind of leap up, very startled, and just take off. Trick looks at Spot. Looks at you. She'll be fine. Spot gets on the table and is like... (laughs) (laughs) He wants to be as near to Bass as he can. I'm just imagining the ladies doing his nails. Oh, yeah. They've already done them. They they just needed a touch-up. He got some dust on him. The the road dust, you know. Mm -hmm. So where are you going? I take off to to the outside, grabbing my clothes as I go, like... Put Into the street? No, like to the courtyard. Okay. Because remember, there was a yeah, courtyard. Yeah, there's a courtyard. Yeah. And then immediately sit and start like this frantic meditation. <laughs> <laughs> Desperately trying to meditate. Yes. I've got It's too happy. Yeah. Can't be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. I'm going to hell. What have I done? What have I done? <laughs> going to hell. Uh, reading a demonology book, getting a massage and drinking in the middle of the day. <laughs> What's up next? For- um, let me see. I guess I go. I mean, you said it's the middle of the day. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I will. Yeah, I might as well go downstairs. You know, I, mean, I, I have to wait until the dude's ready. You see Nisa in the courtyard, just like. <laughs> Criditating? Criditating, yes. Trying to purge the sins from myself. What what are you doing? I have indulged. Indulged in what? Pleasures. What kind of pleasures? 
sinful and and and, and delicious and so soothing. So I'm uh, going back to like some mantra. I'm, I'm a little concerned about my friend that has left. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go get up and uh, put a towel around my uh, my waist and uh, take the Drake over, follow where she went. So. Oh yeah, Spot follows you. Yeah, so I'm I'm seeing you. Like, are you okay? What, what did she do? You she was with me. <laughs> what did you do? We we were getting massages. And was there happy endings or anything like that? <laughs> well, I mean, it was much more tame massage than I usually pay for. But yeah, you know, I'm not not going to free massage. What are you... Then is that what you're talking about? I, I don't even... I just keep, like, muttering my mantras and... These surfacers are pathetic. <laughs> well, you know... You... We may have our issues, but you've got to see Hans's hands. Oh, my goodness. That boy can give a massage like you would not believe. He cast enlarge on his hands so he can cover more surface area. He studied to be a wizard and failed out. It's wow, actually kind of brilliant. No, he's got his second calling. Definitely. I, I, may, I may do this. Oh, How much is it? That's free. free. Oh, oh, everything at the hotel okay. is... You patron. Yeah. So, um, while you're getting your, your massage, I'm going to finish dressing and, uh, and talk about the brainstorming session I had with, uh, with our friend and yeah. say, okay, so we're, we're going to knock some things right off the list, like the whole burning you alive. Now, that's probably not a good way to get sweat off of you at the same time. But I go about like, okay, there's uh, in cleansing rituals, you know, of the drow there, maybe there's something long like uh, a diet or fasting, maybe like dancing rituals, uh, maybe like a good hot bath. Um, Drinking only water for a week? I don't know. Like, uh... Wh- um, the only thing... Let's see. As far as, like, rituals and all that, I mean, the only thing that there is is there'd be, like, very violent rituals toward the wolf, which I refuse to do. Now, I, I do not know what they mean by cleansed. I mean, it just... I don't know. It, it would be spiritually cleansed. Let's roll some religion here. Yeah, I'm actually going to do an arcana or something so I can think back to if there is any rituals or anything like that. I roll a six. I as, know I'm, nothing. as I'm meditating, I'm starting oh, to calm down more. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the cleansing idea. Alright. So I'm going to roll a religion check. Okay. You know what I, I mean? Roll, I rolled a nine. You're so pretty I, sure that you're supposed to beat them. <laughs> okay. I rolled a 17 on religion. 18 on arcana. Okay. Cleansing is basically, okay, unless it's something extraordinarily specialized, cleansing usually refers to purification, to grounding, to, you know, get yourself into neutral for a good place to perform a magical act or to be. Yeah. Um, you don't want to bring, you know, negative emotions, negative energies into it. Um, how you do that? could be any number of ways. I mean, how an orc's going to be cleansed is going to be different <laughs> culturally than, say, like a dwarf. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that when dwarves are getting cleansed before they go to Morden, they're commonly, like, bathing in just dirt. They just rub the earth on themselves because that's how they ground themselves. That's 
okay. them embracing what they believe in. So I am going to... I mean, I'm in the courtyard. I'm going to try my dance again. You make it again. Yep. I, I do that because I do this all the so, time up there. You, you open your eyes after, like... Because I'm, I'm like, I realize... I, I, can, I remember, an, uh, like, the cleansing rituals we would do yeah. before the big high days at the temple. Yeah, absolutely. They were Real simple. Like, yeah. And I open my eyes because I'm like, oh! Alright. And she's naked. Do it her sexy dance. Yes. Alright. With we knives. Do and I'm just again, like... Right? Yep. Jaw kind of dropping. Nineteen. So basically, this time I'm trying to get as like I don't know, as grounded as possible, and enough to work the sweat. Taking a page from my brother when he plays. Over arousal. <laughs> I am rather aroused at the sight of you. <laughs> <laughs> Your dance is much better than the one you did earlier today. Um, you do feel you you are in the motions. You're not just. Yeah. Doing it like a party trick now. Yeah. Um, I'm not as hungover. You're not as hungover. When you were in the Underdark, and you were living among the drow, mm-hmm. it was never like, you never felt yourself. Mm-hmm. And since you've been with Elastray and been away from them, you know, every day you, you get to be more and more yourself, and all that negativity, all the stuff that, all the shit that you have to carry around from like, living among the drow for all those years, kind of like, it doesn't go away, but it's not at the forefront of your mind. Okay. You know, the the, the need for drow wine is not quite so immediate. I have this feeling I'm trying not to get distracted, so I say... At this point, I kind of, like, shake my head like... (coughs) And I stand up lighting uh, one of the incense I have. Okay. And start muttering, you know, another mantra, you know, a prayer. What are you saying? I am saying one with the earth, one with the sky. Um, Punch that motherfucker right now. Right in the eye. <laughs> um, and just keep muttering, you know, you know, cleansing waters above, healing fires below, and just kind of walking around. And then I put the incense in the ground. Okay. Um, what's in my explorer's pack? Do I have like a vial of any sort? Sure. Okay. I go up to her and start kind of. That she's moving, ducking, and doing like all cool monk moves, but like you catching. Saw a show like this in Waterdeep once that was really expensive. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 you know, like kind of like like you know, kind of going like and like getting the sweat that I can. All right, so I come over with my short sword after you get like your half vile, like dance around, like yeah, be still for one moment, and then I take the dull edge of my. Short, short, and sweep the uh, the sweat off of her back, and then drain it into a pile, like you would like a, a card. Yeah. Okay. Should I roll for stillness or something? <laughs> like no, I'm not gonna make you roll for that. Um, just... Did it say how much we needed? No. <sighs> okay. But I'm. I don't think he's gonna drink more than a vial of, of sweat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm expecting the author. I do have an alchemy kit. That's right. I do have that. Just throwing that out there. Right. Um, okay, so You'll I'm not it. really too worried about yeah, no, no, no. that. I think normally in something like this, I don't think we need more than a drop. Well, we'll see. So, yep. All right, so we have that. 
Now to get the mind flare. Now the mind flare. Melrude emerges. Um, his companions depart. They are very well dressed. Uh, you, all three of you, recognize that they are clearly nobles from the state of their clothing. They're wearing like the finest garments. Uh, heavy jewelry. Uh, they've tried to do their hair back into these fine, like the way their servants had them do it, but like it's all messed up. And they're very hurriedly making their way out. Malrune emerges I feel like with a towel. Is, I feel like this is such a missed opportunity because you know how I usually I play like kind of a more scandalous character. That's why I have to scandalize Malrune. <sighs> I appreciate. I do. Hey, Alex, are you? Why does this one look like she's been to the brothel? And why is that one naked? This one got a massage and couldn't handle the amount of relaxation she got. And this one is with naked and dancing so that we could get some of her sweat. There's some sort of potion she's going to be making later on. Either way, it was entertaining. It's not a love potion, is it? Oh. Okay. It's more like Let's a check. poison. Ah, interesting. Yeah, she can tell you more about it. I just know the ingredients list we need to get. What else do you need? Uh... Willing blood of a mind flare. So, if we can find a mind flare that, that hates our guy, I, I, I think we'll probably be fine. I think it's safe to say almost any mind flare would hate to wear a guard. Fantastic. So, where can we find the nearest mind flare? I've never met one. <laughs> Where's the nearest mind flare? <laughs> Siri, where's a mind flare? <laughs> Google. <laughs> Two miles underground. <laughs> Two miles underground? Bullshit. <laughs> Keep digging. <laughs> Keep digging until you hit tentacle. <laughs> yeah, I was digging for a new potted plant, and I hit a bunch of tentacles, and I hear, like, eldritch screeching, and my my wife is saying that there is only Zool. Should I be concerned that I had a gas man? You're fucked. Don't call this cover again. Click. Um, Enjoy your madness. <laughs> I mean, Bolt had uh, those Quagoth prisoner. He might have brought a mind flare to torture it, but they're not. That would definitely be a willing mind flare. I think that you might want to try to infiltrate Bolt's menagerie. Menagerie. Yep. So that a choice. Yeah. Her new Batman powers. My new Batman powers. Unless someone has magic. I can go in. You can actually go with me. Um, veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including myself, has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. Dude. We leave no tracks or traces of its or of our passage. You could hide a Drake in that. And it's up to one hour. Yeah. Because there's no size limit, right? It's just 30 people. Yeah. 30 square. Uh, 30, 30 foot radius. As long as you're staying close, you're good. Um, and you don't have enough people. Within 30 feet, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 30 feet. So, like, the entire width of this house. Yes. And it's who I choose. So it's not like if I walk by someone, suddenly they're within. Right. Yeah. So unless they, as long as they don't roll a one. It says here, like, there's any material for this. Do I still need that? Yes. Okay. So what are your materials? I just need ashes from a burned leaf of mistletoe and a sprig of spruce. Oh, great things to find in a forest. And we're in a... We need an apothecary. Yeah. We met one, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. You met a couple. 
Yeah. But you can easily acquire them. I was going to say, those wouldn't, yeah. Those are not unheard of, you know. Here, I'll give you 50 gold. You don't need to give me 50 gold. Okay, I will give you 50 gold. No, I mean, I, I greatly appreciate it, but I don't, like... No, no, if you don't want it, that's fine. Spot spits a stick that it grabbed from, like, nearby. It's not the right kind, but it just, like, puts at your feet, like... I take it and thank him gracefully, you know, just... It's smoking a little. Yeah, just kind of like, trying to put it out. Put it in my belt. No, I mean, it's covered in, sli- like, slightly a skinny oh, spit. Damn. <laughs> um, your hand off. So, yeah, like so... go into the bathroom playing with this drake. You gotta wipe your hands. So do we know where... So do we know where the menagerie is? I mean, you've been to Bulb's place twice. Yeah. We know where it is. You haven't seen the menagerie, but, you know, if you're able to wander the grounds... Which shouldn't be a big deal. You shouldn't be... It's gonna be outside, almost. Yeah. And usually towards the rear, so the animals are, you know, whatever you have yeah. there. Okay. Is it dark out? Are we at what time uh, of day? It's about... Three thirty, four o'clock now, so not quite dark. I said we wait for dark. Oh, wait, you're mind, be able to wear dark. Oh, wait, they're active at night. They are better in the dark than you are. That's right. Okay. So then should we wait until, like... Let's do morning. Then they'll be tired. But it won't be so bright that you're unable to see. Or should we just get it out? By the time we get there, it might be evening and everything. Yeah, but it does not give him how an long, advantage. How far along? I mean, you can be there. Your spell only, your, your pass unnoticed only lasts for an hour, so yeah. you should be able to get there, do a quick hour-long recon, and then get well, out before darkness falls. All right. Okay. Melrune is going. just draining a pitcher of water while you're yeah. taking oh. spot. Do you, oh, yeah, do you know spot. of anything in this book? I'm going to show him. The demon book. Killed one of those. Killed one of those. Turns the page. One of those tried to bed me and I killed it. <laughs> Turns the page. Never seen that. It's got a fold out section and it's just like, that looks painful. <laughs> he hands the book back to you. Okay. Do you know what any of those are? Or especially uh, the thing that doesn't look familiar? Or like you said, the. They, I, I mean, I'm not an expert on demons. Um, I've killed a few of those things over the years, but okay. I never got their names. <laughs> They're with their phone number. He's hit it and quit it. <laughs> the monks hit it and quit it. <laughs> Next t-shirt in the monk line. I'm oh, God. Have- but we're coming right with you, so it's all good. So you had to choose the dull spade estate? Yeah. Yes. As I pass him, I kind of pause and tell him I know what the weapon is. Find it. Yeah, and I just kind of nod my head. So you've been to the dull spade estate twice now. As before, I'm not going to spend the time describing it, but it is a palatial, right. largely outdoor estate. Uh, when you get to the part of town where the estate is, you find that the gate has been altered. Before it was just a normal wooden gate barred with metal. Now it has a weird pair of silver shovels crossing it. Uh, it basically looks like it's been like upgraded, and uh, there are guards on the outside before there were only guards on the inside. Now they have not noticed you yet. They have taken no action against you. What would you like to do? Well, there is the gate, and 
as always was a place to speak, there's the sewer. Gonna go down to the sewers. Can we... Uh, is there... Can we circle it? I want to see if there's a gate in the back that may or may not be receiving goods. You know, like a servant's entrance? Yeah. Like a back door. Like a back door. I'd like to see if we could enter through the back door. Mm-hmm. Are you using your pass without a trace at this point? Um, at this point... Probably... We not don't have just, to. Not just if, yet. If we yeah. say spread out... Yeah. Like, I have my traveling... You know, I have, like, my cloak on, so I'm just kind of... There is absolutely a rear gate. It is okay. much smaller and much less ornate. Okay. Any activity going on that I can tell? There don't appear to be any guards. It's just a barred metal gate. Is it... Like, just... Alright, so just... It's wrought metal. This is the kind of gate someone would have on their fancy back garden door that, like, you know, they wouldn't expect anyone to even bother. Yeah. The front door is for impressive entrances for really important people. Okay. Let's do it. Through the back? Everyone wants to do it through the back. Yeah, I mean, the back's pretty easy. Yeah. You just gotta relax, though. Take your time. Yeah. Then you get through the back. So the gate is locked. Do you want to try to pick the lock, or just are we just going over this thing? I asked my Drake to lick the lock. It sticks the tongue in the lock? To try to dissolve some of the innards of it. Maybe, uh... Get so you part. hear, like... Did you ever, like, take Pop Rocks and put them in a can? Yeah. And just listen to, like... You hear that kind of, like, hissing and popping, and you can smell, like, this weird coppery aroma in the air? Yeah. You're not an expert on Drake saliva. It's going to take a while for it to, like, melt this lock, but it's damaging it. Let's go, uh, you know, get something to eat, come back. And leave Spot with his tongue. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I'm sure that the... Spit a good loogie in there, Spot, and we'll, we'll come back. All right. So you're going to go to, like, a cafe? Yeah. Yeah. Something kind of close by so that we can hear if, you if know... there's a ruckus. Yeah. Okay. That work for you? Mm-hmm. All right. There is... I get everyone some coffees or teas, whatever they're... Or a small glass of water with a sprig of mint. Thank you. It's a corner cafe. It's yeah. very fancy. I'll spend, uh... I'll spend five gold on these guys. Their specialty is hummus that has hornet venom in it, so it's kind of, like, spicy and Ooh, stingy. I like that. I actually try a little bit of that. People are I stay away from it. You want some hummus? Eat that hummus. In real life, I am allergic to hummus. We know. How are you? <laughs> oh, yes, we know. Six piece of doom. <laughs> so I'm guessing you're keeping an eye on the uh, area. You all see, while you're enjoying your hummus and you're drinking your mint water. Um, so remember that, how you guys met? With those guys in leather and masks, yeah, mm-hmm. shooting them through view with crossbows yes. to the best of their ability, you see a lot of them uh, led by one wearing a mask and his buddies uh, march up to the gates, which the spades slide out of place, lift themselves out of the ground. The gates open, and the when the guards push them in, and they march in to the Dull Spade estate. And then the gates are closed behind them. Well, this is more interesting. Well, at least now we know we're half, at least half of what we're up against. 
I wonder, well, Sulu might be here for a while. I was going to say just wait until another of these groups come. Hurry up and do that, and then just run in behind them. See, that's what I was thinking, but I don't know how, yeah, how long is it going to take? Let's check on the lock. I'll go, yeah. I'll walk over and uh, nonchalantly check on the lock. Yeah. Bump. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, you can look at it and tell it's been damaged. Like, the key is not going to work on this lock anymore. If someone were to try to, you know, force open this gate, they would have advantage on that attempt. Um, I would try to open the uh, lock with my short sword. Just, like, okay. put it in, like, a little crowbar. Do it as gently as you can. Because <laughs> yeah. we don't want it, like, bursting open and... Blast. And that would be strength or athletics or what? Uh, give me a... Stealth? No, we're not going to stealth. Give me a, just a dexterity check. A straight dexterity check. Twelve. You manage it, but you break your short sword. Crap. Alright, well at least I got the... At least I didn't use my uh, crossbow to do it. It's a longbow, not a crossbow. <laughs> My longbow, whatever. The yeah. bow of fire and acid. Okay, so I, I motion Spot the Spot picks up the other guy's. bit of sword and, like, holds it, like... Uh, toss it in my pack. Alright, I kind of motion. Okay. And as, you know, when we get close to the door, I take out the materials, combining them, mm-hmm. and then looking at my the three companions kind of blow a little bit of it in their face. Yep. And put a little bit of it in my face. And then... In the past So, I'm gonna GM rule. You see Nisa just start making, like, weird hand motions and throwing dust on you. Thanks. I knew what I was signing up for. And I'm like... Petting the Drake, make sure he doesn't get excited. What is that dust? I, without even saying anything, I lean down and pick up kind of like a little pebble. Are there people kind of somewhere within? You can hear people, but you haven't seen anyone yet. Are we ready to go in? Yeah, I, I I don't answer you, but I gently push open the door just slowly. So the gate swings open. You see the edges that you already saw. Uh, you see what appear to be well taken care of, like garden paths leading through like thick hedges, privacy bushes, so no one sees Dwergar, you know, yeah. open in the bush in the middle of the night and they get too <laughs> wasted. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to whisper to my, my Drake. If you, can, if you can smell a mind flare, slowly lead us to him. You don't have to whisper. Well, I know. Yeah. It's, well, no, it's, it's a veil of shadow and For silence. For dramatic effect, I'm not going to yell at Hey! Hey, Drake! <laughs> so I'm late. Are we all silenced then? Uh-huh. We are... Okay. We're invisible. You can't, like, I can come up to someone and be like... So long as you don't touch. As long as... Okay. Well, that doesn't say ahead. that. So... What does it say? It does not say anything about that. About what? It says... Essentially, you can't be tracked except by magical means. But that would make sense. Like I can't come up to you and start going like this. You're just not going to see me. Essentially, if you walk up and start tapping people, yeah, you're, you're getting you get a plus ten to your stealth 
checks. Yeah. If you do something like I punch a guy in the face, you're not invisible. Right. They're just not seeing us. They're just not seeing you because okay. you're sticking to the shadows. You're like Nightcrawler. He is, you know, he's invisible if he's in the shadows. Yeah. But if you if Nightcrawler comes out and goes, here's my big blue dick <laughs> from line, then, you know, <laughs> all the yeah, shadows. And- yeah. There was a great Mar- uh, Marvel one-off character where... His power was that everyone... Mr. Nobody. For, yes, Mr. Nobody. Everyone just forgot about him, kind of. Yes, and that, like... Well, that's your super character... Your, your character idea yeah. for the super. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I motion for everyone to kind of go in. And then once you guys have stepped in, I very, very carefully and slowly close the gate. Making it look like it's, you know... Like it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing, so there are you can hear the sounds of like some they're having like some kind of it sounds like a party because there's a lot of voices there's a lot of like sounds of glasses yeah. and motion but that's on the other side of the estate you're basically hearing the echoes of it um, you do find the building that you first visited with all the quagoth inside which you know there's just Dead bodies all over the place in there. Uh, dead Quagoth. <laughs> Good times. They really don't pay the cleaning staff enough in this place. Um, it hasn't been that long. It's only been a few days. Still! Um, everyone give me a stealth check, just for... I, I, just for shits and giggles, right? Not, not for shits and giggles. You get a plus ten. Oh my gosh, twenty-six. Oh, I am at... Plus four, so 30. I got a stealth 30. Nice. I'm at like 35 at this point. Nice. 21. Good. I need you to roll better than that. <laughs> You're my dice for shit today. You're not doing too hot, buddy. So... Just use that, please. After some wandering across the grounds, you find... It's not really a menagerie, but it's that's the closest thing you can think to call it. There are eight cages of uh, varying sizes. One is like uh, just a big elaborate bird cage, like you would have in like a fine house, and it's just filled with brightly colored birds. It's not especially interesting. They're basically flying around in there, making a lot of noise and shitting on each other. Uh, there is a second cage that has a pair of tigers in it. There is a cage that is occupied with, um, it looks like a snail, but it's the size of bast. And when it comes out, instead of, like, eye stalks, there are these big, long tendrils that end in, like, big, fleshy maces. You know that's a flail snail. You, they're underdark things. Flail snail. Um. You've been around a few. Uh, you've been there. There are underdark. Oh yeah. Um, I spent. Remember from the time I, the time I left, you know, whatever, and then go, there ten years went by by the time I left uh, the the city. Got yeah. To the surface. So uh, the other cages are unoccupied. <coughs> Does I not see anything or smell anything. No, doesn't seem to be acting like he is. I'm going to to look for any uh, spore in the unoccupied cages indicating what may have been there. Like, you know, droppings or 
Okay. Give me an investigation check to look for poop. Oh, it's a veil of shadows that radiates from me. Yeah. So I should have, like, done the powder in my face. So now we know for the future. All right, so that's a 16. You find some poop. Do I identify the poop? (laughs) Give me a survival check. Or nature. Uh, Either one. All right, I'll do survival. (laughs) That is a 7. So... A seven. You don't know what kind of poop this is, but you know you've never seen it before. I call it call attention to uh, Umray. Anything I noticed or have ever seen before? Give me either a nature or survival check. I'm not even. Survival. I'm not going to because that's <sighs> yeah. Seven. Those are all my new monkey. Yeah, seven also. Uh, seven, yes. Guys, would you please just use my dice? You use your dice. Well, I'm. Look I am. Poop. But uh, I would. There's another no... stealth check, please. Okay. There would be no reason that I would know the poop. Oh my god. <clears throat> oh my god, I hate you. I got a thirteen. Wait, no, stealth, stealth. Uh, I got all right, seventeen for myself. A twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, twenty-eight. So like a thirty. You see a pair of Dwergar who are walking along the path, clearly on patrol. Um, They take no notice of you. One of them, like, rattles the cage with the birds in it. They freak the hell out, and he's shaking it like, (laughs) stupid birds. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to walk up next to behind him and just go like... But you don't. No. Because no, that would cause too much attention. Unless you're like Batman. Yep. Just kill uh, everyone. <laughs> yeah, you found some weird poop. It could be from anything. Wait. Do you think maybe it's, one could be inside if they're having a party? Wait, what? Mind flares. Do they mess with your minds? Yes. Yeah. Could, I was actually. Could a mind flare convince you that it's not actually in a cage? Yes. Almost certainly. Yes. I, okay, so that's what I want to say. I want to just close my eyes, uh-huh. concentrate really hard, uh-huh. start speaking in my head in undercommon, okay. and see if I can lure out any... Well, wait, wait for the like door guards to go away. No, 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 I'm talking in my head. All right. I'm doing is close okay, my eyes. Okay, okay. Using the force, <laughs> the underdark force. Yeah, I just the under force. If I can, maybe because if there is a illithid here, he might uh, be scanning here, reading our thoughts or something. Or well, he could. I mean, you can't be tracked except by magical means. Be, so he could also be being contained. Is you know what I mean? Sure. Or he's so, so what yeah. are you thinking? Um, if there is a illithid within the facility, I am a drow and have need of you and can help you escape. Give me a persuasion check. Unless you're lying. <laughs> you're like, I'm just thinking. No, I, mean, of the, I am not lying. I'm just thinking of the scene in the last unicorn where the the harpy was. Um, Hiding herself as a no, you know I hate them. The harpy was hiding herself as a vampire, not a vampire, a uh, vulture. 
also connected to the scene where he turned the tree into twelve. Man, I, my dice are. Oh, did you crap. use your inspiration? No, but I will right now. Okay. Okay. Use the inspiration, Luke. They sell a mind flare head mounted. I don't like the mounted heads. I think they're mean. I, yeah. yeah I like, would re- that's not... It, it's, it's, well, first off, it's like almost $400. Yeah. That's the thing that, like, like you said, it's a sentient being. It, it'd be like like mounting an orc head or something like that. It's I don't not, have no problem. <laughs> I don't like mounting, like, the animal heads. I think yeah. it's mean. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a wimp. No, I... I get what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. This is like just really important, so... Which die is she going to use? Did you roll a one? No. Uh, a two. <laughs> could, you just, could you please lie and just yeah, tell them it was amazing? Thirteen. No. No, uh... There, there's no follow-up to that thought. <laughs> Anyone else want to try anything? Yes. Uh, go ahead. No, you go. No, you, no, you go first. I'm Here's thinking. my thought. So, the dwarf guard are gone? Yes, the dwarves are left. They okay. tortured the birds and then they wandered okay. off. So I walk over to the empty cages because you know after you saying that, and I take my dagger. Uh huh. I just kind of tap the bars, and just kind of you know like kind of like. Your dagger passes through one of the bars. You know. I'm Wait, just, your dagger passes through. Wait, one it passed through one of the bars. Uh huh. I put my hand up against the bar. The same bar. Yeah. Your hand passes through it. Uh, the bar is next to it. You touch it. It's not metal. It's kind of like stringy and twangy and leathery. I kind of, you know, motion to you guys and pull my hand away. I, I'm going to, like, uh, kind of see if I can get into the cage from uh, through the bars. You can slip in, yeah. All right, I slip in. I stay close to the bar so that, you know, we're still... I know it's like 30 people. We're still, like, in- enveloped, you know. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm going to say, uh, hey, uh, Mr. Mind Flayer, if you're in here and messing with my mind right now, which is fine, that's that's your thing, um, we're trying to kill the Argar that's currently keeping you stuck here, so... Can he, but can he hear you because you're in my thing? Again, all that does is give you a stealth bonus. If you are actively trying to be noticed or do something... I'm actively okay, trying okay, to be noticed. Okay, okay, no, you're good. okay I and, see what you're saying. And, uh... I, evidently, we've got a recipe for a poison to kill him, and we already got the blood of a cleansed drow, and sweat. we... Sweat. Sweat of a cleansed <laughs> drow. And we need the blood of a willing mind flare. Probably just like a drop or two, and then we can kill the guy and set you free, but anyway. You need uh, a persuasion check. Let's see how persuasive you are. Probably shouldn't tell the mind flare about the recipe. Eleven plus one. Twelve. If anything, it's in my head. So he okay. He he probably already knows. If he had if he's able to scan like that. No. 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 Nothing. No. I just sigh, kind of starting to get a little agitated, knowing that the time is slowly slipping by. It's been about ten minutes at this point. Okay. I, um... God, my persuasion's so horrible. Let's give it a try. I just kind of mutter, want to kill uh, your uh, slaver? Eighteen. 
So in the corner of the cell where Fast is, <laughs> so there's like this, this heat shimmer. Yeah. And you see this mind flare. You've seen mind flares. Oh, yes. In, like, the Underdark before, right? Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. so... I mean, normally they're, you know, very flowing robes, very regal-looking, very, you know, big finned cloaks, very impressive and staggering and dangerous-looking. This one is about half the size of the smallest mind flare you ever saw. Uh, he's wearing, like, motley colors. Oh, he's like a baby. Uh, he is... All of his his tentacles on his face... Each one has, like, a bell that's been sewn to the tip of it. He has little shoes with bells on them. Uh, his hands are, like, painted weird colors. He's just kind of, like, thin and shrunken upon himself. And he's just curled up against the corner of this cage as small as he can make himself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him one of my rations because he looks starved. I'm so fucker. He reaches out, like, for the ration. He can't, like, he can't even, like, raise his arm. All right, I will, I will gently feed him. Give me some of your draw wine. I give him, also kind of hand you the bottle of the draw wine. Mm-hmm. He's getting drunk. This is a good fortified. I'll give him a couple of drops. Do That's what I was thinking. <laughs> So you, you are going to give him some wine, too? Mm-hmm. Just, okay. just a, yeah, just like a few little, just a little sip. Yeah. He kind of, like, takes the, the offered wine and gulps it down a little bit. He, he's, like, chewing on the ration as best as he can, but he's really, really weak. All right, we're, we're going to need to take him out of here immediately. Right, if, if he was a strong adult and was fully aware of his situation... That'd be one thing, but we I think we need to rescue him first. Hold on. First off, I, I'm going to speak in undercommon. Uh-huh. What is your name? Stuffing. We're gonna call him stuffing. <laughs> okay, Sassafras. Um Succotash. Okay, no, um okay, so would you be willing to leave here? He nods. We can't do it just yet. Why not? Well, we can go back to the hotel, I know, get him healthy, here. and then he'll be willing. Okay, but hear me out. Okay. If we take him from the cage, Bob's going to notice he's gone. He's already upgraded this fortress. Why don't we go out and go after Bob right now? It takes three days to brew the potion. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, we we need to take him with us. I just th- it's not gonna. No, like we are taking him with us. This is this is not your choice. This is not a choice that you get. Yes, it is. This is for the greater good. No, we have to do what's right by this this creature. I don't care if he is a underling or whatever. He has been horribly mistreated. Yes, and we will get revenge for him and free him no, when we are done. We are going to take care of this immediately. I'm sorry. And draw attention and possibly have Bulp figure out something's going on. Bulp probably has not seen this mind flare since he put him in the cage. He's got freaking <coughs> bells sewed on to him so that he can 
hear him whenever he possibly moves. As far as Bolt may know, he may already have died. Okay, so while you guys are talking in this, just real quick, I'm going to say, so you are willing. He nods again. Okay. I need your blood right now. All I need is a couple of drops. Can I just, a little pinprick, drop it, I'll put a bandage on it, and we are going to take you out of here. You are fools. You're going to draw attention. He offers you his hand. Okay. And then I am just going to prick prick the, you know, kind of like a di- diabetic. <laughs> yeah. Take a couple drops. And we, the, the recipe didn't say how much we need of any of this, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's like my one thing. I'm it like, like five gallons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need five gallons of Mind Flare blood, please. Can oh. I get that in the... The jugs? <laughs> Resealable bags or something. Yeah. You do you two do as you wish. I'll let you two decide. I have the blood now. I know what he you're saying. He was willing when I got it. And I completely agree with you that we need to help him. I'm not arguing that, and I hope you know that. My concern is if we take him now. Bulk might not see, but what if one of the the, the guards notice that he's gone? I'm going to talk to the Mind Flare. Okay. Could I stay with you until my friends return? You can hear his thoughts, because he lacks the power to speak. My spell can protect me, but I cannot shield you from their eyes as well. How often often do you interact with them? They beat me each night. No, he's coming with us. I, I, I have like, an idea. I scoop him up like a loving little child. You hear that? You feel his leg break when you pick him up. Oh! oh! And have... like he tries to cry out, but he doesn't even have the strength to do that. Oh! Are we at the point we should put him out of it? No! 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 You've got him, but I yeah. mean, he's just fucked up beyond. He's been tortured for I have a, a while. Thought. You can tell me your thought as we're leaving. Well, I, no, no, I no, leave no. the Hold cage on. carrying him. Uh-huh. And I... I. What if we make it look like the two if guards you... have it... stolen him and have run off? I need a stealth check. Uh, 20... 24. 28. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. All right. Let's. We're going. I, I we're going now. I got this all over. All right. <laughs> what did you roll a two? Yes. Uh-huh. We're we're going right now. I I do not care if you don't want to be, don't want to break our cover. You will fall within whatever your spell range is because we. I'm leaving with this little guy right now. Where can. Can I see where the guards are at this point? They've left. They, They've left, they came left. through the menagerie. Basically, the menagerie is used to torture things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Bolt doesn't like. They had some quag off in here, but they're not around anymore. I'm making a beeline for the back entrance. Is there a lock on the cage? There's a lock on the door, but you didn't come through the door. Remember, you he just slipped through the yeah. invisible... I want to... I want to make the door, I want it open, and I want to put some blood on the ground to make it look like there was some, someone came in here. Where are you getting the blood? I'll use my own blood. Okay. Does my blood look like a Mind Flare blood? You would have to do a check. To look at the blood? Yeah, what's, what's the blood look like? Yeah, no. Different, Different color. Dang it! 
It's not easy being green. All right, let's hey, go. What were you just doing? Their, gonna, his blood is a bright, translucent blue. Okay. I was going to, like, open the cage and put blood in it so it looked like there was some kind of struggle and some, oh, like, okay. You know you, I mean? okay. Yeah. He is going to die if you don't take him. Yeah. I, I'm taking him. Both will almost certainly notice that this mind flare has been taken. Both are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he thinks he's invisible in there, but, you know, invisibility doesn't last forever. Especially when you're dead. And if you send 50 Dwarkar in there, touching around everywhere until you find him to yeah. beat him. Because that's how we put him to sleep. Well, yeah, because, you know, good beating. Good beating. Good beating put you to sleep. Let's go. So while you're walking with him, you can, like, hear the little bells on his tentacles jingling with each step. And he's just like, all three of you just get this wave of, like, just, like, joy as you take him out the gate. Just like, when you left home. Yes. When Bass left the life that he'd yes. always known that sucked. When you left the Underdark. When I found when boots. When you found boots. You know, I reach like, over to his bells. How big are they? They're like the size of like a uh, like a, ho- a horse bell like that would have on its reins. Can I squish them? They're, they're like brass bells that have been sewn onto his tentacles. And I'm trying to squish them so they won't keep making noise. You, you could, but there's like, one. There's a few of them, so I would take yeah, them. They're all yeah, they're That's yeah. all right. All right, but you know, like that's what you know what I mean. Like if you once like, we bend get out it, the gate, they'll yeah. be an issue. Yeah, yeah. All right. You slip out the back gate unnoticed. Uh, where are you heading? Oh, first I want to apply hands of a healer to this poor little boy. Well, you don't have that for that's that's your stuff for. Um, oh, that's for the other guy. Yeah, uh, that's for the other guy. All you right, do have cure wounds. I have cure wounds. What does cure wounds do? Uh, it'll help him <laughs> a little bit, but you're gonna need more. Than that. He's All right, need... I know, but I want him to survive. Yeah, he's not gonna die before there, you can. Okay. Okay. Where's the closest temple? Uh, I mean, we I might want what... to have Should... our guy at the hotel. Yeah, look at him the because mind flares are not typically seen around here, and their medicine may be a bad thing for something that has blue blood. And also, if we go to a temple and we're like, hey, we got a mind flare! What if so, people start talking that a mind flare was brought into the remember temple? Remember that time that y'all almost died, except for Nisa, who was off contemplating her navel? Yep. That was the temple. <laughs> okay. Uh, and... So it's not really... Yeah, it's not really... Not functional. Alright, right, so let's go back to the, the camel's hump. Okay. Humpity hump. Hump, hump, hump. Hump, hump, hump. When this falls apart, it is all your fault! So we will leave you on your way to the camel's hump with the, uh... Savagely <sighs> abused mind player in tow and see what happens to the lamplighters next time after your library trip. <laughs> Until next time, everybody... Please play more games and be safe. Thanks for listening. We will see you soon. Bye. Bye. That was fun.